right, wrestling fans, it's your boys Josh and Lucky back for another edition of Sharpshooters and Stunners. What's going on, man? Hey, yo. All right, before we get into all this, Josh and I have glorious beards, and we keep these glorious beards tamed by Beard Brand. Beardbrand.com for beard products. Right now they have 75 plus a free set of tweets. Nice. Hopefully in the next couple of weeks we'll have our own discount code. I'm still working on that. But yeah, beard. Cool. My favorite since the four vices right now is tobacco, hemp, like two others, licorice, and something else. Cool, man. It's it, it's been it's pretty difficult for me to find a good uh, uh, beard beard brand to keep my shit tame because I got listen, I got curly hair and it's yeah. curly on the face too, and it just gets yeah. wild, man. So uh, it's been pretty difficult to find anything to keep my uh, keep my face tamed. My uh, my biggest issue is my sides right here, man. I don't like this out. Yeah. So I get a I put heavy, and their beard wash is amazing. Yeah, I gotta tr- I gotta trim my sides down to almost yep. almost to the face because it's yeah it just that's, gets that's out the of reason control. Why it's like faded. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, let's get Pardon into me. it. Pretty pretty hell hell of a week for uh, wrestling in the last couple days. Um, the I will we'll start off with the the biggest. The biggest news from the weekend, aside from Double or Nothing that happened Sunday night, uh, MJF was uh, pretty close to being a no-show. He's Mr. Sasha Banks now, bro. Uh, so here, here's what my here, this is what I've noticed on Facebook, and this is what pisses me off. The same people that bitch about Sasha and Naomi are not bitching about MJF and the same people that are bit that came to the defense of Sasha and Naomi are the ones burying MJF. Yep. It's the same fucking thing. Like it's unprofessional. Like I get it. I get it. He's not happy with his current pay structure. It's not like he's, uh, I don't, I, I don't know what he's expecting because the rumor is that they've offered him more money. They just want him to sign a new deal uh, with more years, and he doesn't want to do that. He wants to keep the years he's got, which is I think he's got 18 months left or something like that. Yeah. But he wants the money too. And, dude, that's like the definition of having your cake and eating it too. And that's not a smart business decision on this on uh, Tony Khan's side of things. So, like I get it, he wants paid more, but you're gonna have to swallow that swallow that pill, or you just suck it up for the next eighteen months and right. bust your ass, and then get that get whatever deal you can from AEW or WWE. <laughs> it's- um, I I would honestly argue that what MJF did was actually probably slightly worse. Than what Sasha and Naomi did, I mean, yeah, they did it. They did it before a live television taping, but you had people that specifically paid to see MJF out there that they had to give uh, refunds to. You know, it's, I mean, hundreds of people they had to give refunds to, or they had to, you know, bite the bullet and give them a chance to get another signing from somebody else. Um, so you had you had guaranteed paid customers there that you let down, even if it was a couple hundred. Um, so I don't know, but what worries me is all these fucking people that came to Sasha and Naomi's aid from the wrestling industry that said, "Hey, stand with your coworkers, stand with them, even even if you don't agree with them." CM Punk, who has not said a fucking word about MJF. Which, last I checked, they were co-workers. I, I'm, oh man, CM Punk may be one of the most hypocritical people in the wrestling industry. Absolutely agree, especially from his fucking pipe bomb, the best fucking, basically the best of the of the 2010 decade, the best fucking like like realistic fucking you know, drop was was the pipe bomb, and then. Like he comes along and he's like, "Oh, but I'm gonna be a part timer now." 
Oh, okay. And I, he he said, I guess his idea, the logic with the fans is that it's different because he's helping get guys over. And I'm like, hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. You mean having a WrestleMania match with the Undertaker doesn't put CM Punk on a different level? Even even if you know you're going to lose, and I've always been under the belief that it doesn't matter. If you win or lose, if you're a good enough worker, at the end of that match, whether you win or lose, both both men get elevated. If you're a good enough worker, you can have both be elevated, whether or not you win or lose. I don't know, man. It's just it's one of those things that like, and I'm gonna be honest with you. We'll take the pipe bomb in consideration. What was it a great promo? Yeah, but you know what happened the week week after on Raw. I wasn't around for that, so I don't know what happened. Viewership dropped like 20%. <laughs> so his pipe bomb didn't do a fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah, the only time, the only reason I heard about the pipe bomb is because right after he left, in what was it, 2014, like right after mm-hmm. the Royal Rumble, him and AJ, uh, yeah, him and AJ, right? That was- yeah. She's, hey, she, she ended up staying for a few more months. Yeah, right after he left, and then she left, man. That's what everybody was talking about was the fight moment. How? And-, and obviously, CM Punk doesn't like the business side of the wrestling industry because he basically said fuck pay, fuck buy rates and pay per view buys and shit like that. No, what he really said was, since the network was going online, the buy rates and everything were going to go network, and then the wrestling. No, he said to- last night during his interview oh, he? that he he doesn't give a shit about buy rates oh, okay. or. Uh, drawing which then you're not a real fucking main event dude that's what everybody cared about that's what everybody cared about you know why you know why he doesn't give a shit because he's getting paid either way he's he's got guaranteed money yep fucking guy all right so i'm done with my cm punk rant we might get back to it later when we run down the uh results from double or nothing uh Monday Night Raw. I thought I thought Raw was pretty decent this week. Uh, we got to see. Uh, the only downside was we got had to see uh, Becky versus Asuka, six hundred and fifty on Raw. But the women have been main eventing Raw a lot the last few weeks. I don't know if you've noticed that. Yeah, I have. Um, I have. The promo with uh, Riddle, I thought I thought that promo was stellar. I oh, thought that was one was of the great. best promos. He was serious during during the promo. Um, it, the the emotion he had really added to it. Riddle's always been a solid worker, but I think him being with Randy has excelled his promo work, and it's mm-hmm. great. He's, like he can go from funny to serious, and be you know. The thing about Riddle, I put him in the same category as like a Rob Van Dam. But Rob Van Dam was so unwilling to be serious that I actually kind of think that Riddle all around as a character is better than RVD was. Agreed. And WWE is now more open to. I yeah they um I believe they stopped testing for marijuana as part of their. They did. They put it out the other day that they, which is good. I mean, yeah, especially with these guys and their all the pains they have. And stuff yep, like that. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Um, I think I, I really think that they need to go to the next level with the uh, Edge storyline, Judgment Day. Like, I want to see them get more brutal in their attacks. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoy the promos agree. of Edge. I just think I just think they're not as I, w- I would like to see them be darker and more physical. Yes. I think they're relying on Ed's too much when it comes to like getting it over and I think they're just going to be like Baby Brock and just fucking bash like the Dudley Boys and Spike and all that. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, why, why in 2022 are we still doing a King's Court? I don't know. I feel like I, feel like I just rewound the 1993. <laughs> right? Right. I don't... I'm not a. I don't know, man. Vince needs like a heavy, like him and 
his creative need a heavy like overhaul because it's not it, I don't know it needs to be rejuvenated because a lot of it's just you know, it's not good shit anymore even though he thinks I don't think it's terrible I don't think the product's been terrible I think the three hours of and three hours of raw and only having like what is it like 35 minutes of actual matches on the card is pretty pretty boring to a lot of people um the doing a lot of backstage talking segments yeah um you have you do have a live crowd there and i know i know i know tv is supposed to be for the home audience right yeah. i've always got that but how are how are you supposed to keep the home, the live crowd from turning and shitting on the whole goddamn thing uh they probably meet a lot of shit like there's a lot of people that'll like post stuff afterwards and be like hey you know this was said um Cody, Cody and the Miz. I thought I didn't think this match was that great. Yeah. Something se- seemed off. It wasn't as good as the their first meeting, the Raw after WrestleMania. Um, I thought the I thought this match was like not a botch fest, but it didn't. Their timing just didn't seem on on Raw. Yeah. I don't. I, I think it was because it was kind of like rushed in a sense, mm. but I don't know if they had enough time. Yeah. The uh, Kevin Owens can make anything turn into gold. If he's if he's on when he's on commentary, or he wasn't even technically on commentary, but you could hear him screaming at Byron through the whole Ezekiel match, and it was great. It just makes Absolutely that whole. Great. Kevin Owens is making that storyline work. Yes, he is. Uh, MVP and Bobby Lashley. Uh, MVP is well past his prime. Um, pretty interesting. We got we got uh, Cody. Uh, got the response from Seth Rollins about. Uh, Hell in a Cell, which I figured that's where they were going to go. Um, that's got to be the blow off for the angle because I don't know. I think the fans have been pretty patient with that whole storyline. I think that's got to be it's got to be the end of it. Yeah, agreed. Absolutely agree. Uh, and then I guess we're adding Becky Lynch and making it a triple threat match at Hell in a Cell for the Raw Women's Championship, which I'm all for. Uh, I think that adds a different arc to the Bianca story. And that's going to be, probably be, that's going to be one of the better matches on the card. Dude, I almost think that fucking Becky's going to retain or take it. I don't think so. I think, I think uh, Bianca holds it to at least SummerSlam. Yeah. Okay. I I really want Asuka to to get it back, but I don't think she will. All right. Now my takeaways from Dynamite. That steel cage match with Wardlow and Sean Spears. Did you see Wardlow powerbomb that one security guard and him go down between the ring and the cage? Yeah. Dude. Like that one <laughs> I you listen, there there's you'd have to give me a shit ton of money. That's commitment because you know that that kid's probably only making like a hundred dollars for that night. If that, man, I hope he makes more because I bet you he fucking got some bumps and bruises from oh, that fucking for park. sure. And what I, is that like? What is that like? 10, 10, 12 feet from the from 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 the ring down? Uh yeah, per, close to ten. That slide, like fuck, just grating your fucking back against yep. the cage. God yep. damn it! Oh, oh, that that like, kid's ow. that kid's the MVP of uh, Dynamite. Yes. Uh, but I thought that was a good match. I love uh, MJF coming out looking like Shawn Michaels, nineteen ninety eight. You know, agreed. Yeah, <laughs> with the short biker short shorts. Um, added added to everything. Uh, I thought that the only thing I would say is why are, why are we doing unprotected chair shots? Unprotected chair yeah, shots in the head. I didn't I didn't like that at all. I don't I don't know if that was. I don't know if that was planned or not, but that looked really solid, like right there on the noggin. 
Now, I will say this. I think they I think AEW uses I I got I actually have a chair like this. It's metal, but it's like really thin metal and it's got like a it holds the weight of like I think it's like a 200 pound max yeah. weight limit and if like I can punch it with my fist, not hurt my hand and make a dent in it. Yeah. You know, I think that's the those are the chairs they're using. So, I mean, the impact is less, but still I mean, I'm not going to say at the end of the day, do what you do what you feel you're gonna you need to do. But I don't want to see these guys in 20 years come back and try suing these companies because they wanted to take the unprotected chair shots. Yeah, I, I almost think that they have them sign a fucking waiver. I, I, if I were Tony Khan, I would. I would have them sign a waiver, be like, hey, if if you voluntarily do this, even if we ask you, it's it's not on us. I thought. Adam Page gave his best promo as champion on Wednesday night. And I love the whole idea is I'm trying to protect AEW against you from you. Uh, I, I just thought that whole, that whole storyline was, or that whole, that whole promo was great. Yeah, I think it was great. Um, I, man, I, we'll get to it. A little bit when we get to all in, but yeah, it was, it was fucking, I love the story. I don't know. I think Paige is like kind of flipped the switch in his, because I'm like you, dude, like, yeah, I, like, I can't, I couldn't figure it out. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, man. It just seems really strange. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought the rest of the night after that promo was kind of kind of meh until we got to the Samoa Joe Kyle O'Reilly match. I thought that match was a banger. Oh yeah. Dude, fucking uh I love the fact that Joe went over clean. There wasn't any interference. Um the psychology in that match was great. Uh it it didn't make Kyle O'Reilly look weak. Uh, so I thought I thought it was a great match. Uh I think I think dynamite from this week to last week kind of took a de- decline. I don't think it, I don't think dynamite was as good this week as it was the previous week. Um yeah, I absolutely I uh I think their go home show is man, I don't know. It's like they took um, a page out of Rollins. <laughs> yeah, they I I don't know. It, it was still it was still better a better go home than uh, what uh, the the Raw and SmackDown before WrestleMania Backlash. Um, SmackDown I thought SmackDown was pretty decent all around. SmackDown's been consistently a lot better than Raw for a few months now, so I, it's not something I'm surprised about. Um, I love the build they're doing with Raquel Rodriguez. Um, they're kind of making it seem like the SmackDown locker room is kind of kind of against the rookie getting all these chances, which is pretty smart. I feel like I feel like there's more depth on the SmackDown women's roster than the Raw women's roster. I think you only have like th- three or four viable um, women that could contend with Bianca on Raw, but you, I think you have a solid. Six to ten that can like you could put in there against Ronda. Um, yeah, I I don't think. I mean, allegedly Banks was supposed to be the next feud, but you know what happened with that. Um, I I think Ronda and Raquel will do good. Uh, I just think that Raquel needs a little bit more. But Ronda yeah. definitely needs a fucking manager. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just. I'm I'm gonna take that to my grave that she needs a manager. She fucking goes away for like six months, does mic promos. Every- I just I I love her name, Rowdy Ronda Rousey, but fucking Piper could have helped her. With- yeah, yeah, I don't think I don't think so. Um, oh, speaking of fucking Piper's pit, WWE posted which show would you like to watch on their Instagram, right? And I was like Piper's pit. It was all the new one, like. Fucking KO show and all that. I was like, nope. I watch Piper's pit. Yeah, I, yeah. WWE 
they got so many stupid fucking talk shows like right within the show like you got yep. the ko show um ms tv uh happy talk i mean just a shit ton of irrelevant unnecessary bullshit when it comes to those dumbass talk shows right um Man, this whole Jinder Mahashanky thing is getting on my nerves. Like, <laughs> wait, I don't yeah. even know. Like, Shanky's not even not that great of a worker, but they look like they're nope. getting ready to split these guys up, and then they're just gonna make a make a mockery of the big guy. Um, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. This the L.A. Knight turning into Max Dupree thing. I'm. I'm not hating. I'm not either. Um, he's he's selling it pretty well. He is, and I, I like the fact that they're doing like a max, like uh, max, like fucking, basically like standing club or whatever with the suit. I think that's yeah. Cool. Something. Um, and I think it looks like he's going to be working too, because I guess, I guess he's working some of the uh, dark matches. Uh, yeah. still, it's still kind of unclear who's going to be a part of his uh, stable. Um, but. It looks like he's possibly going to be working too, uh, aside from being a manager. So that's that's pretty cool. I th- I, th- I thought the KO, the KO show segment was actually actually worked really well. It's one of the only talk segments I thought. Sammy was brilliant. I thought KO was brilliant. Yeah, agreed. I, I thought this KO show segment really worked. And then it just add to it later on when Sammy went to the Usos and was like, "Hey, am I a part of the bloodline or not?" Did you see? Have you seen the uh, picture of uh, Roman Reigns and the Usos doing one of those like family portrait pictures together? And then somebody superimposed like a young Sammy Zayn in with yeah. them. It says, "It says a family picture." Um, it looks like they're gonna we're getting a slow build to Gunther and Ricochet. Um, man, Drew Gulak, he takes those chops like a champ. I would not want to take those chops from Gunther because he doesn't. Big. He does. He's not just hitting you with the hand. He's putting his fucking forearm into that shit. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to take a chop from anybody. Um, I think the best thing about Ric Flair's chops was they were backhanded. Yeah. Well, he, so he, he goes backhanded to... too, but he puts, when he lays yeah. into the chest, it's like yeah. the yeah. forearms going into it too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ludwig Kaiser had his first match. Uh, I would like to see him put put in more because I, I thought, I think he is a pretty, pretty decent worker. Yeah. Um, I would like to see him put in the, the, the more of a single situation too. And can we all agree that we all knew that it was going to be Drew McIntyre being the New Day's yeah third? Yeah, I, I think given. it was pretty obvious. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know about you, but I feel like since Big E's been out, uh, the New Day is very boring to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just because maybe maybe they finally ran their course. I mean, seven years with the same shtick is a long time. Yeah. I mean, hell, even the Dudleys be ramped a bit, you know. The, I mean, the Dudleys changed up shit, <clears throat> especially once they got into TNA. Yep. I think eventually, I know they said they'd never, you know, break up, but I think Yvonne's now a producer at NXT. Yeah. Yep. I just think you need to do something a little different with the new I day agree. now because uh, I think the whole the whole shtick is uh, we should do like a fuck. dark like like a dark. Like, I don't even know what you could do with those guys honestly to add together. I don't know what you what else you can do because I don't think anybody would buy them being you know assholes. Trans, transpose their fucking their 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 fucking their uniforms into black and white and gray and just fucking make me fucking. Dick. Like bring back the new day sucks chant and be like, yeah, we suck. So does your mom, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what else they can do with the, with the whole group. I, I feel like the, the whole thing's been kind of lost without Big E. 
I but they've done things, you know, separate before. I don't know what. I think it's the the whole thing's just ran its course. I mean, what what other stable do you know have been together for seven years? Like even oh, wow. even the four horsemen had to go away and come back every once in a while. You know. Agreed. All right, now we are to. I'm not even going to go through rampage. Rampage was pointless. The only the only note to take away from rampage was that Ruby Soho beat. Uh, Statlander and the fans shit all over Ruby Soho. Yep. Like they turned and they turned viciously. Agreed. Um, Double or Nothing was pretty interesting. We talked about the idea that everybody was worried MJF wouldn't show up. I think it was, I think MJF was working everybody, Tony Khan included. Yeah, throughout the whole thing, I think he intended the entire time to show up, but I want to. I think he wanted to make everybody sweat a little bit. Uh, there were rumors, possibly, of them bringing in Goldberg Do what? for one night against Wardlow. It, it would have been Goldberg wouldn't lose. I guarantee you, if he wasn't to come in one night and dominate, no, Gold, Gold, Goldberg. If you paid him enough money, he'll he'll he'll. He'll, he'll do the job. He but apparently Goldberg's uh, price tag for one night is pretty fucking high. I bet he is, bro. It's fucking Goldberg. <laughs> Come in, do the three moves of doom, and then fucking Warlow beat you right there in the middle of the ring. That'll right. bring back like the fucking stun gun from back in the day. <laughs> the, the cattle prodder? Yep. Uh, this card was ridiculous. 52 people were billed on this card. That is insane. Fucking insane. You take any of the the previous WrestleManias, you take out the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, and you're maybe looking at like 20 to 30 people billed on one card. Yeah. Like, that's, that's fucking nuts. Uh, all in all... I don't think it was a bad night. Hook and uh, Dan Housen beat Tony Nese and Mark Sterling. That was like that was like a five minute match on the on the buy in. Um, and then the next one was uh, Wardlow and MJF. That that only went like seven minutes. Yeah. It wasn't like you said last week's show. It'd be five minute matches all night. I think there was only a handful of matches that went like less than ten minutes. Um, I think I think Wardlow hit like ten power bombs against MJF, and then they got he got carted off, and they put the they didn't put the oxygen mask off uh, right on uh, MJF's face. And I had people like first first responders going on and said, I've been putting the oxygen mask on wrong my entire career. Yep. <laughs> uh, so I thought that that achieved what everybody believed. I, I still think they could have stretched that out to one more one more pay-per-view, which I would have liked to see. Um the Hardys went over on the Young Bucks. That that match almost won twenty minutes. That was probably one of the matches that you probably could have won. Left it at ten. Dude, did you see how sluggish Jeff? Dude, Jeff's been looking sluggish. I I don't know what's. I think I think he's he's just physically unable to do what he needs to do, and I think nobody's saying anything to him. Yeah, because you I, I I guarantee you Tony Khan sitting in there giving him a pat on the back when he comes back through the curtains. Yeah, but. It's just not – he's not moving right. Yeah, uh, did you? Oh, did you see it the Rampage? Uh, but they did – the Young Bucks did a uh, Hardy's Brood parody and had Brandon Cutler dressed up as uh, Lita. Yeah. That, that was great. <laughs> that was good shit. That was the only time I, I, I ever laughed at the Young Bucks doing a spot. Yeah. Uh Jade Cargill defeated Anna Jay. 
in 7 minutes 25 seconds for the TBS championship. Uh, Jade Jade's going to be money in that women's division when they put her like when when they when she gets she she's green as shit right now but when she gets to the point where she's ready she's going to be a monster in that women's division. Yes, I absolutely agree. Uh House of Black defeated Death Triangle. I uh, believe uh what's her name? Julia Hart turned on uh came out and helped House of Black with the uh she I think she used the mist on that. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Yeah. Uh, Adam Cole defeated Samoa Joe, which I'm not surprised that they were going to put go Adam Cole uh, over Samoa Joe. Um, I don't know what the point is. I don't know what they got. I guess there's like champ- they had championships made in the, um, in the design of the old Stampede Wrestling yeah. Championships. So that's that was pretty cool. Uh, Britt Baker over Ruby Soho. She became the Owen Hart Women's Owen Hart Foundation Tournament Champion. Um, I just other than that, I don't know what else you get from winning that tournament. I guess it's good for to get eyes on the Owen Hart Foundation uh, and stuff like that. I just don't. I don't know what the payoff is. You know. Yeah. Uh, American Top Team be, uh, beat Frankie Kazarian, Sammy Guevara, and Ty Conti. Apparently, Ty took a hellacious super kick from Sammy during this match, and, and like a, as a like a missed spot. Yeah, she she went out there and tweeted the Sammy sleeping on the couch tonight and shit like yeah. that. That was pretty funny. Um, Paige looked pretty pretty natural in the ring. Yes. Uh, she looks a lot. A lot of people have compared her to Ronda and says she looks a lot better than Ronda at this point in the ring. Which, I mean, it is Paige Van Zant, so I, I get why they compare her to Ronda. Um, is it is it that, or is she working? Are they doing a good job at accentuating her strengths and hiding? Oh uh, yeah, that she might have. I think they are. I think they are because Ronda. They just told Ronda just go in and be your natural self. Yeah. And which works, but the whole talking and and like can't talk on the mic, that's that's what doesn't work. Well, Paige is also one of those one of those people that does a lot of a lot of ads and and shit like that. She's got she, her and her husband have like a, a TikTok and everything. Yeah. Um do yeah, a lot I'm, of shit on Instagram I'm, and follow, stuff like I that. Follow their TikTok. <laughs> so I mean she's probably better at speaking to a crowd than Rhonda yeah. is. Agreed. Uh, so it just probably just comes natural. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly defeated Darby Allen just under ten minutes, uh, and and Kyle took the win clean over yes, Darby. I don't know where they're go where they go with Darby from here. I feel like he's one of those ones that I'm he. The only reason why he's still on TV is because he's been paired with Sting. Uh, Thunder Rosa beat Serena Deeb. Uh, Sixteen minutes. Of this, I mean, how many times has uh, Thunder Rosa wrestled on TV since she won the championship? Um, I think twice, right? Twice in a month, two months, two months ish. I don't, I don't know. I can't remember when the last pay per view was. No, because she won it on AEW, didn't she? Yeah, she won it on Dynamite. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, that's what I. Um, because that pay per view, Britt Baker. Oh, Page. No, she did win it on Rampage. Wasn't, wasn't it? It was a steel yeah. Match. It was a steel cage match. It was, it was one of those. And yeah, she pinned Britt Baker, and they got you know color and all that. Yeah, I liked it. And then they did the thumbtack spot, which I I liked too. Um, man, I I she's one of those ones. She does still does a lot of independent booking, so she's probably you know busy throughout the throughout the week. But I would like to see the women's championship featured more on Dynamite and stuff. Um, it was featured definitely a lot more when Britt Baker was the champion. Yeah. Uh, next was the Anarchy in the Arena match. Uh, the JAS defeated Blackpool Combat Club 
Eddie Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz by technical submission. So, wait, wait, wait. Brian Danielson or John Moxley didn't wrestle? No, they wrestled. Uh, they were the old two part two in the uh, Blackpool Combat Club. Oh, so I got Wheeler you. Okay. didn't wrestle. Okay, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Um, I feel like this is a match you got to do to kind of hide Jericho. Jericho one on one, I don't think is as good as he once was. No, maybe that's just me. Nope. Oh. Um, I, I think still, he's in great shape, but I just don't think he's like he's not even hitting his finishers. No, no. Um, I think I think he's getting to a point where he might need to, uh, or at least think about transitioning to. I know he's doing a lot of commentating on Rampage and stuff like that, but maybe more of like a a figurehead. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think he'd be a good. Uh, the next match was the triple, the three way tag team match for the AEW Tag Team Championship. Uh, I was really surprised that Jurassic Express came out on top on this because I thought this was going to be the night Christian Cage turned. Yeah, me too. They did. I'm, I'm happy for them. Uh, I think they're the best thing over the tag team division. Yeah, yeah. I don't like these makeshift tag teams. They're do Everybody wants to bitch about these makeshift tag teams that WWE's been doing for the last 20 years. But you have... Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland, they're not a traditional tag team. Nope. Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs, they're not a traditional tag team. Matter of fact, combined, both of these two teams have had less than 10 tag team matches together. and But they're number one contenders for the AEW tag team titles? Yeah. Well, if you remember correctly, Jurassic Express wasn't a normal tag team either. They just well, that's because... Uh, Luchasaurus was supposed to be the singles out of that group, and yeah. it was supposed to be Jungle Boy and uh, Marco Stunt yeah. as the tag team. So I don't know. It it's confusing to me. Like I, I get everybody bitching about WWE's tag team division, but at the same time, you're still putting singles together in AEW that aren't typical tag teams. Yeah, uh, and then the main event: CM Punk. Beats Hangman Adam Page to become the new AEW World Heavyweight Champion. I honestly think they didn't, they weren't going to uh, they weren't going to take the title off of Hangman. Yeah, I don't think they should have. I mean, I know why they did, but I think Hangman. I think they should have really, really considered the heel Hangman and let him just run with it. Yeah, I um. I don't know. I I like I like punk. I bitch about punk a lot, but I actually I like I like him as a performer. Yeah. I don't know if putting I don't know if putting the title on punk from Hangman was the right thing for Hangman because I think. We, we talked about this earlier. I'm one of those people that believe that if you're a good enough worker and if you tell a good enough story throughout the storyline, that whether you win or lose, you can still come out more elevated than you were prior. And I feel like with Hangman's booking since he'd been champion and then you put him up against Punk, who really isn't going to get booed. I mean, let's face it that you kind of hurt Adam Page. Yeah. Now, I could very very well be wrong. We'll see what happens on, on Dynamite. But I feel like if you would have did something, let's say, kept it on him for... and had maybe, maybe even taken it off of him and put him up against, like, Adam Cole, I don't think it would have hurt I don't think it would have hurt Hangman if he would have dropped it to Adam Cole. Um, and then really you had hope. Punk come in and take it off Cole. Yeah, I really hope Cole comes in and takes it off Punk now. Man, I don't know what they're going to do. I th- This is what my problem is with uh, Tony Khan. I feel like he is too much of a mark to be booking yep. TV. Yep. 
And I'm not saying that as a bad thing. You know, it's great. He's he owns the company and he's a fan of the of wrestling. That's great. I'm not saying I feel like he buys into hype more than he buys into the reality. Yeah. Um so I don't know, we'll see how this goes. Uh, I I just think I feel like Hangman deserved a little bit better for during this whole booking of his championship reign. Yeah. Um so we'll see. Uh, they they also maybe run that philosophy, but here's the thing: like, oh, man, you just transfer the title from one baby face to another. Yep, because it's the summer of punk. He's already said he's not turning. Yeah, like he came out and said that. I'm like, oh god. So I don't know. I younger me love baby face champions. Older me hates baby face champions. I. I can deal with a babyface champion as long as it's hard to do a babyface champion in today's wrestling world because you're everybody's so open on social media that it kind of makes it hard to do. I mean, even even Cena was being bought in as that white meat babyface champion when they finally turned him uh, in two thousand four, but. They turn him so much, and then you start hearing about his like impending divorce and stuff like that. It's like, well, is he that much of a white meat babyface that you hear all these stories about him? You know, it's hard to do. I, you, it's hard, it's hard for a company to have a Hulk Hogan or even even a Bret Hart because you have to the the fans see through shit a lot now. So I don't know. And let's face it, CM Punk's a natural heel. He's gonna he's gonna heal up on everybody whether you he's a baby face or not. Daggers. Yeah. Even when he's trying to be. Um, I'm really interested to see where the viewership goes for Dynamite post Double or Nothing. Um, whether or not because you know Tony Khan says that. CM Punk is a needle mover. He is a draw. He is somebody that brings eyeballs to the TV. And yeah. if if their viewership stays the same this week as it was last week, then then that's not that's not true. So I'm interested to see what what Dynamite's going to look like this week under the CM Punk era as champion. Right. So my biggest takeaways from Double or Nothing was, the, man, Jeff. I think Jeff needs to take time off to heal. Whatever's going on with him, he is not. He he shouldn't even be working if he's moving like that. No, oh, yeah. Uh, I think he needs to take, take take a breather. I don't want him to see him relapse because yeah, yeah, he keeps pushing. Who do you think needs to be CM Punk's first uh, opponent? Do you th- think we're going rematch with Hangman, or are we going in a different direction altogether? I think we're going in a different direction altogether. I think I almost think it's going to be Cole, but I think he needs some. I mean, I think Cole would be able to hang with him, but uh, I don't know. I think before the pay per view, I think it might be Hangman just a easy fix. But I almost think at the end of the summer before the next pay-per-view. And I really think Cole needs to be like a fucking asshole and be like, I won the Owen Hart tournament. I should deserve the right to have a fucking title match. Yeah. Something like I, that. Uh, if, if MJF didn't do the things he did this weekend, I would have led... I would have leaned more towards MJF, possibly. But it's hard to, it's hard to say MJF because he's been taking a lot of losses lately. Yeah. So you can't really put him into a championship position. Um and then you put Adam Cole kind of in a bad position cuz he's obviously probably going to lose if he's the first opponent, you know? Yeah. Um I don't know, it's interesting. It's interesting. I don't I'm I don't know where they go. This is one of those times where 
you know, WWE, you can kind of guess, but I feel like a lot of the talent in AEW is so new that you can kind of go anywhere. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, so, I mean, maybe they go, maybe they even go Samoa Joe at some point. A Samoa cool. Joe and uh, CM Punk renewal. Yeah. Um, I think that'd be great. Interesting to see where they go with Wardlow, too. How do they continue building him up? to? Because eventually he's getting a run with that title. Yeah, he is. It's just a matter of when. So what's next for Wardlow? Um, do they keep Do they keep going? Is, is Wardlow the guy that takes the title from Punk eventually? Yeah. That's, that'd be interesting to see. You know, I don't know where I don't know where they go with Wardlow next. I, I'm, there's a lot of shit going on in AEW right now that I'm pretty excited for. See where they go next, um, but it's whether or not Tony Khan can book it right. Yeah, so that's a big, big, big if right there, man. Um, I really don't. I don't. Know. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I know the roster stacked, but I really don't know who needs to fucking go up against. Yeah, it, you know, I, I really I like, want I really want Darby to have a shot one day, but I don't think he's ready. No, oh no, I he's got a. You take all the Gaga away from Darby, like mm-hmm. take the coffin matches away from him. Uh, take the matches he's had with Sting, where Sting's the one taking the spotlight. Where's Darby Allen sitting right now? Probably at home because they don't have anything for him. Exactly. I I feel like Dar- the only reason why Darby Allen's where he's at right now is because he's paired with Sting. Yep, agreed. And it's not fair to Darby. And I I don't I don't hate Dar- the way Darby works. I I w- wish he would you know tone it back a little bit. In yeah, the shit he does because I don't want to see him fucking be crippled by the time he's forty. You think Jeff Hardy's walk moving bad at forty three? Darby Allen in six, seven years is going to be walking even worse. Yeah. Yep. Um, I don't know. It's a interesting thing. I do they go? I mean, they're hell bent on the Blackpool Combat Club being, you know, a tag team. You really not? You're not going to go Danielson or Moxley against Punk. Oh, that'd be a great match, though. It would. God, Team Punk, that'd be a match. I wish that we got that match in. Uh, so, w- oh, we did. It was 10 years ago. Yeah, I wasn't around again. I, I came back when I came back when Brian, Daniel Bryan won his first title against John Cena. John Cena had his bicep. Cena rolled out of the ring. And then Randy Orton came down and cashed in and beat me. It, pretty interesting this this fucking this fucking card went way too long though i will say oh, yeah. and they added two matches last minute wow why cuz uh darby and kyle o'reilly originally wasn't on the card and i don't believe uh what else wasn't originally on the card there was one more uh the sammy guevara uh the american top team match wasn't originally on the card no it wasn't I think they added two matches for filler because they did not they did not want to have the main event while uh, the Celtics game was still playing. They were waiting for the that game to end before they can do the main event. So I'm thinking those two matches were added so they can kind of lengthen the pay per view more. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I wish it wasn't on a Sunday. That's the old mile and graph. Granted, today was Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I was so getting used to the Saturday pay-per-views. Because if it was on Saturday, I probably would have ordered it, honestly, because I was off that night. But I just couldn't justify spending the money that... If they had a streaming service, I'd be fucking so down for that, dude. If they can get that deal done with HBO right now. 
That'd be if, great. If, if I, yeah, if I have I have HBO Max through my through my cell phone provider, so that would be fucking great. Mm-hmm. I wish they had a stream. Like, yeah, I can't wait because I can justify that a month. I can't justify like dropping sixty something a night. Even if they would do kind of like a like a discount if you are an HBO Max yeah subscriber, yeah. maybe go like thirty bucks. Yeah, like the like the Disney Premium thing they do. Yeah, before. yeah, yeah, yeah. I could I could justify that because I'm going to tell you right now, BR Live is not where their money's at. That's they it is so their stream is so bad. I heard that I've heard that from a lot of people. They lose they lose their feed throughout the night. It's uh it gets pretty bad. So all in all, uh, we had the former. Um, Malcolm Bivens, yeah, from NXT, show up. Sto- his his name is Stokely Hathaway, and we had the former Ember Moon Athena show up at uh, Double or Nothing. Uh, so that name. was pretty cool. I love her name. Um, we'll see how. I guess she's going to be feuding with uh, Jade Cargill. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting. Um, so speaking of that, I think it's going to be really interesting. I love the TBS title they have for the women's mm-hmm. division. I really want WWE to try to venture into that also. Like a mid-car women, women's title? Yeah. The only problem with that is I don't know. I think eventually they will. They have a lot of depth on that NXT roster right now yeah. of women. Yeah. I don't think they currently have that kind of depth. Yeah, on the main roster. So I just feel like a lot of the women are lost in the shuffle when it comes to W. Like they put yeah. on some big gimmick. Well, you know what the uh, original purpose was that when SmackDown came on, uh, they were WWE originally back in '99 wanted SmackDown to be the guys' show and turn Raw into a women's show. That is oh, according cool. to that was according to Bruce Pritchard himself, but the problem was, I guess it ended up being they didn't feel like there were enough. In 1999, there weren't enough uh, women wrestlers around to justify uh, making an all women show on Raw. And the fact that everything was brawn panties and puppies, yeah, that had just been a glorified. Fucking Max show. Exactly, bro. Like, like warning. Do not let your kids see this. 18 or above. Graphic content, sexual semi-nudity. So the new, the, apparently, I know there's a lot of rumors going around that the WWE is going to do away with the brand split. But I, I'm also reading that they're intending on doing a draft. Doing a draft. Uh, So here's what I'm thinking. They're going to, they're going to combine Raw and SmackDown for the next four or five months, uh, and then I think they're going to try to hot shot a lot of the NXT talent currently yeah. on the roster, especially the ones that are getting over. They're going to hot shot them to the main roster. Yeah. Um. So we'll see. I just don't see. Now I don't watch NXT every week. Uh. I know, I know I'm very impressed with Braun Breaker right now, and I'm pretty impressed with the uh the two the two brothers from the diamond mine. Um they're they they look like a really solid tag. They look like a new version of the Steiners. Like two guys are just gonna f- just fuck you up. Uh and they can but they can actually work, unlike a lot of the other big big guys that they usually bring up as a tag team. So um, I'm interested in those two, but other than that, I don't know. I don't know if any of those guys are ready character wise and with the, the ability to get over with a casual audience right now to justify bringing them to the main roster. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. I think that they need to let an X point kind of go Get 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 their feet wet and mm-hmm. and get into get into the game because some of them are great, some of them need a lot of work, and that's why it's now the the pro- 
the 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 basically training around the power the power plant for the I mean, they're doing a they're doing a pretty solid job of getting them because I think that was the one thing that NXT was kind of lacking, where you had too many of the independent wrestlers that they were bringing in, uh, really not wanting to go to the main roster because it didn't want to be. They felt like going to the main roster, they would be kind of hampered. And I, uh, when NXT was always supposed to be the developmental territory for them, and when you have talent not willing to go to the main roster than what the hell good was the developmental territory you had. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. Also, uh, other news that came towards the end of last week, uh, Nikita Lyons tore her ACE or her MCL, uh, I think on, on Tuesday night. So she is going to be out for a few months. And I think she was the favorite to win the breakout women's tournament. Yep. Uh, in NXT. And it's a goddamn shame. Yeah. I, um, the, the Rock's name, uh, The Rock's daughter got a name. Did she? Yeah. I don't know what it'll be. Yeah. She got a name finally. Good. She's been in the develop. She's been in developmental in the uh, performance center for like two years. Yeah. That's good, though. It means yeah, she's yeah. not going to be rushed out there and look like. Yeah. They got they got a lot of solid trainers down there too. I mean, you yeah, got, I mean, you can't go wrong when you got Shawn Michaels as one of your coaches down there. A train still down there. Yep. Devon's they got a, They got a lot of uh, solid, solid teachers uh, down there. So I'm interested to see. I, look, I think if it's, if done right, in the next two or three years, the WWE's women's division is going to be the best in wrestling. Yep. Right now, I think Impact is the best uh, from bell, bell to bell work, but I think WWE in the next few years is going to take that crown. I mean, they're putting like four or five women's matches on a night on NXT. Yes, they are, and I, I enjoy it. It's one of the things I like because I can watch NXT. Uh, work. So. Yeah, so it it. It's looking real interesting on both companies. Really looking forward to seeing where uh, AEW goes from here. Uh, but I think the next few years is going to look interesting for the WWE, see where they're going, because they're definitely in a rebuilding time right now. Yeah. So it's just, I'm interested to see where they go from here. Um, all in all, it was a pretty solid week of news from uh, the wrestling world. Um I've also talked to you about, I'm thinking about getting Impact Plus so I can watch more Impact Wrestling. Uh, yeah. Because I can't, I, I can't find it anywhere down here. I gotta, I'm going to have to get Impact Plus so I can, I can watch more, more Impact Wrestling. Because uh, from what I understand, their shows have been pretty solid the last few months. So uh, maybe we get into, into doing a little bit of Impact Wrestling too. In the future, I, yeah, sounds good. I uh, I don't mind Impact Wrestling. The biggest issue I have is the crowds are so like small. Mm-hmm. You don't really get a good crowd reaction. But also, they do, I don't. I think they're still doing a lot of free shows, yeah. kind of like how they used to do. So you're getting a lot of same people showing yeah, up true. week in week out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's the only downfall. That's that's kind of the downfall that WWE had when they were at full sale. Was yeah. uh, with NXT was the same crowd was showing up, and they kind of started taking over a show. I'm actually I I'm actually watching. Uh, I just watched Backlash from 2003, and that was the one that had the six man with uh, Shawn Michaels, Booker T, Kevin Nash against Jericho, Triple H, and uh, Ric Flair. And mm-hmm. that whole night, that whole crowd was taking over the whole thing. It kind of made the whole show unenjoyable to watch. Yeah, yep. They're just being dickheads. So the crowd has a lot to do with the ambiance when it comes to yes. somebody watching at home. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, so for your boys, Josh and Lucky, this was Sharpshooters and Stars. Adios.